It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Hello everyone, welcome to Go Greyhounds, brought to you by Auto Owls for all your mechanical and auto electrical needs. James Broadhurst in the SEN Perth studios, joining me, Alexia Peche. How are you? I'm good, James. It's nice to finally have you back. It's nice to be back. Our first one together in probably a month. Yeah, been a while, hasn't it? Uh, and uh, this is a very special show for us, very emotional time. Uh, <laughs> especially for us too. Especially for us too, yeah. Final show. Final show of 2020 and we are finishing the year the way we started with James and Alexia. We did have our own jingle without Callum, but <laughs> that's, right. that's okay. We're back in the studio together. We are back indeed. So, yeah, final show. Uh, been uh, a wonderful uh, year uh, of Greyhound Racing and wonderful uh to be on air with uh, yourself and the, and the other guys over the course of the year. We'll maybe touch on some key points of the year uh, a little bit later on in the show, Lex. But uh, this is the show where we cover all things Greyhound, Greyhound Racing, Racing in WA. Uh, maybe we should kick off on uh, some of the highlights that are coming up on the weekend. What do you reckon? I reckon we should do that. Uh, the Kenyana Cup on Friday at Mandra is probably a big one to start with. It's probably a nice way to finish the year with a final as opposed to a heat. So what do you think of... This race. Yeah, nice one. Uh, nice field comes together for this race. Race six down there at Mandra on Friday night. The Kenyana Cup over the 490-metre journey. Very even, yeah, I feel. Yeah, a lot feel. of dogs in good form. A lot of dogs in good form, yeah. Uh, where, where do you look on this one? Jumbo Jet uh, was the fastest qualifier. Tommy Shelby's brother. Tommy Shelby's brother, that's yeah. A big, that's a big shoes to fill. It certainly is big shoes big to fill. Big paws to I don't know. Anyway. We'll go with pause. Okay, let's start with Jumbo Jet. What do you think of the – what what kind of shape is this dog in? Oh, going superbly at the moment. I I have uh, heard this dog described as a late bloomer. I think that's entirely fair. It it certainly had some issues uh, to start with, some injury uh, concerns, little niggles that it's gotten over. Um, But, yeah, form of late has been really good. Only one win – from his first nine starts, uh, Jumbo Jet, but has now won his past three, as we mentioned, fastest qualifier into this race. So form going uh, really well. Might start favourite here. Drawn box eight, though? Yeah, box eight, tough. Uh, tough, uh, certainly over this uh, over the 490 start point. Not super quick early either, Jumbo Jet. does uh, take a little bit of time uh, to work in the race, so... Um, yeah, this is a test for him. Uh, if he comes through and wins this one, I think this really gives an indication of, of, of what the dog's like. But, uh, look, no no massive expectation on him because I think this is a hard one. And there is, as we mentioned, a lot of other good dogs in here. Mm. And if he does win, it'll be a great Christmas for the Withers camp because they've got a lot of Tommy. You know, Tommy's been doing well lately. Indeed, yeah. Good form. All right, let's move into box seven. We've got Mo Keeping. What do you think of this dog? Yeah, Mo Keeping. past four races. Yeah, indeed. Another dog that's uh, in really good form at the moment. Stepped up to the 490 last week after racing over the, the 405. Uh, only relatively new to WA, formerly from uh, New South Wales. Has got a nice record, <clears throat> pardon me, overall. Nine wins, 16 starts. Uh, really clicked 
for trainer Brad Cook over here in, in WA. Not sure the wide draw is going to be too much of a drama mm. for this dog. So certainly a, a, a chance uh, amongst many here in this in this field. Yeah, probably has a better you know option of being wide than Jumbo Jet, which might be something that Jumbo Jet gets a little bit scared of. Yep. All right, why is El Nino? Yeah, Wise Old Nina will be speaking to the trainer, Michael Hine, uh, later on in the show. Uh, three wins from past four starts. Dog's going really well. Wasn't too far behind uh, Jumbo Jet time-wise uh, with the time that, that uh, he recorded la- during last week's heat. Uh, the key, I think, for th- for this dog is if he's able to find the lead. He's got box two here. Um the dog on his inside is not super quick early. Uh, if Wiesel Nino finds himself in the lead as he did last week, uh, I think it'd be a, a, a decent chance here at at what will be pretty good odds. We'll have to ask trainer Michael Hine. Hine, Hine, Hine. Hine, yes. Later on in the show, we can't really make a call, can we? We don't know the dog very well, but someone else does. <laughs> That's right. Well, he knows it better than we he do. He does. Sure. Shirakaba in box one. Yeah. Japanese name. Shirakaba. <laughs> dog. <laughs> Another dog that's racing good for this good form across this entire field. Box one. Uh, so that's, yeah. Uh, box one, not necessarily the best for him. We, we don't know. Obviously, limited starts uh, for this greyhound. Has yet to win from three attempts from the pole. Uh, form, though, has been absolutely superb. Hasn't missed a top three finish from past uh, five uh, starts. And, of course, one is... Past three here. So, look, not quick early. Uh, could be left behind. If he's left behind, he'll have to work his way through his field. Was able to do that last week, but this field's a little bit stronger. But, uh, look, where do you t- where do you, where do you go for a selection in this race? Cause well, it seems that everyone's got some pros and cons going into this race, but one that we haven't touched on yet, and you might have uh, something to say about it, is Weston Aries last week. Yep. Leia was a massive fan backing this dog, and so was Hayden. What do you think of this one? Yeah, comes in as uh, the reserve. Uh, uh, Amalosa Bill uh, scratched. Uh, we'll get box four here. Uh, look, definitely a chance from the Chris House kennel, so always has to be respected. Dogs run some good times. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, another each-way prospect here. Hmm, some interesting dogs to look out for, and an exciting race. A, a cup race is always a bit uh, more exciting, like, I find. What we like to see for a, a very good uh, Kenyana Cup field down there at Mandra on Friday night. What about headquarters on Saturday night? At Cannington, obviously, that's headquarters. Yep. Let's start with the Christmas gift, race number six. Very in theme of December. Indeed, coming into yeah, yeah. Christmas, let's start with Grace Ali. Grace Ali in box one. In box one, in another uh, really good field here. A lot, lot of good dogs uh, uh, across the the board in this one. Intriguing field. We've got mm. uh, some dogs from South Australia. Some of that have raced here before. Some that uh, are brand new. Uh, Grace Ali, yeah. Look, uh, veteran tra- chaser from the pole uh, does get a chance here. Look, it's not racing in her peak. Form that she was. Uh, it's the in- end of the year, James. Everyone's tired. <laughs> Everyone's tired. Well, yeah, look, she she's an older dog now, uh, kind of beyond her best. Certainly a threat, though, from box one. So, look, if you like uh, the longer odds uh, greyhounds, uh, Grace Ali may not be a bad opportunity for you. Certainly one for the placings or one for the minors, I think. All right, Van Buren, Jamie Marsh dog. Is the default favourite here? Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, form's been really good. Jamie's got two dogs in this one, Van Buren, Hairpin Trigger. Hairpin Trigger's another one that's potentially a smoky here as well. But Van Buren's the one with the form. Top three finishes 
uh, past eight starts. That's pretty good. Very consistent, including four wins. Got nailed by uh, Jets Cracker, who's in box two here. Last week, Jets Cracker's another dog that's won two of his past four and, and does seem to bob up. But, yeah, Van Buren, I think, probably deserves, based on the consistency of the form, mm-hmm. uh, to be favourite here. A couple of the other dogs uh, that uh, we, we should mention here, Boom Down, uh, Sydney Cup winner, uh, has had a couple of runs back, uh, has been racing in South Australia, had a couple of runs back, not in super top form at the moment, but uh, reputation-wise, uh, needs to be looked at. Hurricane Tears has another its... Nat Crook dog. Yeah, another Nat Crook dog. Yeah, comes back, comes into the Nat Crook kennel. Formerly was with Chris House when it was racing over mm-hmm. here before. Has been uh, had a stint. Another dog that's had a stint in in South Australia. Form hasn't been great. This dog's been a weird one. A, a litter mate to Tornado Tears, the legendary Tornado mm-hmm. Tears. We've seen flashes of brilliance from Hurricane Tears, but only. Only that, only, only flashes. flashes. So yeah. we need some some, some consistency for the. We this need some more some consistency, and we, we haven't seen it, and it hasn't been racing particularly well over in South Australia. The dog that I am most intrigued by in this field. Can I have a guess? Yes. Is it someone that's having a very first start in WA? <laughs> Indeed, yes. <laughs> is it Lion Seeker? It is Lion Seeker. <laughs> Lion Seeker jumping from box seven. So this is a bit of an unknown quality uh, in this race. All the other dogs we've seen before. Uh, Lion Seeker, trained by Beck Roman, a trainer that was based in Victoria midway through the year. She uh, moved to South Australia. Spoke with her yesterday because I'm like, Who, what is this dog? It's been Who race- are you? <laughs> race- racing it well. Yeah. Well, it's raced. It's uh, two wins and a second from three starts mm-hmm. over in South Australia. Uh, so the dogs are going to be with Terry Earnshaw while it's over here. She had planned to come over with it, but, you know, the... Uh, Situation, that is. Yeah, the quarantining and all that sort of stuff. She wasn't able to come over. This is an early hit out for another race uh, at the, in January, the Miata. Mm-hmm. She, she likes the look of that. So she sent the dog over to have an early look at the track for that. Somewhat confident. Thinks the dog will go well uh, over here. Can't be too in too too uh, sure though. Obviously, she's racing in smaller fields, five dog fields, over there in South Australia. Steps up to a full eight dog field over here. Uh, confident enough to send it over. Likes, yeah, it must be. Likes uh, likes the prize money over here. And uh, look, her preference, she told me, is to have a dog lead out line seeker and then line seeker to be able to come over the top of that. So we'll see. That's right, so a chaser. Pre- preferred racing pattern. Well, just to have a. A lead dog, not necessarily the, uh, the whole pack, but have a lead dog. So sit behind the leader and then come over and the then top. And go bang. Uh, go bang. So that's that's her preference. We'll see how that plays out. But look, an X factor in this race, because we don't know how this South Australian trans, uh, form is going to translate over here. In the past, I may have been, you, know, you, you may look at South Australian form and go, ah, not quite up to the standard, but we have seen South Australian dogs perform well over here in the and past. And there's a few South Australian dogs through this race, so yeah, perhaps that uh, makes it a bit more of an even field. Uh, well, I think back to Bogey Beckham winning our Galaxy a few years back and then Alicante Boucher, another South Australian dog which won the All-Stars last year. So they, they have performed well. So we're interested to see how Lion Seeker goes and, and she's confident uh, uh, enough that she wants to give this dog a, a look at the track and potentially bring it back. And uh, start of next year. Stay true in twenty twenty one. Might say it again. Let's move into race seven. One more race that we'll cover uh, this today. So we got the five twenty free to wall, free to all historic time. 
looking good, looking to be a strong finisher for this race? Yeah, look, race service, this is the other race I thought was worth having uh, a bit of a, a look at uh, in highlight, I guess, for the weekend. Historic time box one, yeah, strong finisher. Hasn't been winning. Um, there's a few other dogs in here. Steve Manelli in out of box two as, as a dog. I can never seem to get, does bob up at the time that I'm not on it. And then when you are on it, 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 it's not it, doing so well. it goes missing. I think the dog to beat here is uh, Sir Monty out of box four. Um, you put a line through his run in the anniversary cup final. Uh, wasn't great. It wasn't great, but checked and you know, had had a lot of excuses there. Form otherwise has been really good. Rebounded the winner's circle last week really well. If he begins like he did last week, he should go close to close to winning this one again. But there are some other other handy dogs uh, engaged here. Jackson County uh, continues to just be really consistent. I'm not sure Jackson County can beat this field, but certainly one that must be included in your novelties. Uh, Rockstar Beef, another an interesting dog here. Uh, Ex-Victorian uh, Stayer and has moved into Paul Stewart's kennels. Uh, won over the 5.20 last week. Admittedly, that was only a five-dog field, but did show a lot of strength. And that was th- a debut last week. Another day, or WA debut at least, yeah. yeah. Um, did show a lot of strength. It was, a, it was a nice win. I thought the dog may have stepped up immediately into the Christmas gift. Uh, not the case. Paul's... Stuart's obviously thinking the dog needs a few more runs over here to, to just to get some uh, some miles in the legs. Expect this dog to go up in distance sooner rather than later, though. Rockstar B. So, uh, an interesting uh, an interesting factor in this race. Another dog we can't necessarily discount, but not tracking quite as well at the moment. Fernando Star, who was doing a lot better at the start of this year, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. It's just funny actually because Fernando Star and Sir Monty are litter mates, and just seems like when one is going well, the other's just a little bit off. And at the moment, it's Sir Monty probably having a little bit of the better of it. So, yeah, look, happy to stick with Sir Monty here for um, uh, for this race. Maybe they go back to the host kennel and they chat and they go, you know what, this week you've got it and next week I'll take over. Well, that's siblings. They should be just be looking to outdo each other each time. Surely. Well, you think so. Surely. Well, Lex, that's, uh, that's kind of what we thought were the highlights of this weekend. Of course... For a big part of this year, we have been sponsored by... By Auto Hours. Is your car overdue for a service, James? <laughs> Has the engine got a rattle you can't explain? Got a problem with the aircon or an electrical fault? Take it to Auto Hours in Bentley. The best service is guaranteed. I actually sent my car away to Queensland, so this is hitting me where it hurts. <laughs> All makes and models are serviced. Auto Hours is open 24 hours and has a mobile auto, electrical and air conditioning service to your door. Call 6 296 Go to autohours.com.au or check out the Facebook page. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after this. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Welcome back to the show. Well, now we've got a man joining us in red-hot form, coming off a big win at Cannington last night, and hopefully more wins ahead of him over the weekend. He's got uh, Wise El Nino in the Canyana Cup final on Friday night. Michael Hine, how are you, Michael? Good, mate. Yourself? Good, good. Good to be with you. Uh, nice win from Felix Otis uh, last night at Cannington there. Uh 
Took a bit of a while to get off the mark, but uh, all you needed was box one, mate, and uh, and you, f- you finally got a win with this dog. Yeah, but I had a couple of starts with this dog. Um, got him off Shane Williams, and he's owned by Paul Stewart. So um, we're just waiting for the right box and the right race stock and run, but last night he showed what he can do, so hopefully he, can, he continues now. Think he'll kick on? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. I had his sister for a while. Um, she's now in Darwin. Um, but, yeah, I think he's got more ability than her. Um, and I think he, he's probably probably dog that will probably be around the, the uh, original five, four sort of grade dog sort of thing. So he's a bit of a main spinner for someone like myself at the moment. Yeah, OK. Oh, good stuff. Well, we'll keep an eye on him uh, going forward. Certainly a, a dog that we've got a lot of interest in at the, uh, at the moment and, indeed, for the past month or so. Wise El Nino, uh, nice heat win in the Kenyana Cup. You head into the final uh, this week, mate. Uh, you must be have a fair degree of confidence with the form that this dog's going in with. Uh, yeah, as I said this morning on the radio, um, I made this morning, the, um, it, you, got, you can have confidence with this dog, but, but the litter can also let you down pretty uh, pretty easy when, you, when you've got confidence with them. <laughs> They're a type of dog that, ne- that needs to sort of get their own way in racing. So... Um, Last week, everything went his own way, and that. But in saying that too, he has changed his um, racing pattern a bit, and he's actually performing a lot better than he was uh, previously. So the last couple of uh, starts, he's put it all together. So we're hoping that it's continuing on um, for the future. Yeah, it does seem to be a dog that's maturing. You won three of your past four. Look, you get box two. Uh, in, in in this race on Friday night, not a silly chance to lead again like he did during the heat. No, the one dog's obviously, as everyone knows, it's um, very slow out of the boxes. So we've sort of got a vacant box inside, if you want to say that, in a way. Mm. Um, if you can get on the arm again, and the pace is on the outside, especially with uh, the five dogs, uh, sorry, the four dogs, sorry, being scratched now. Um, so there's a bit of, there's not much pace um, on the outside until he hit, hit about box six and seven. So if we can sort of hold them out and um, get the lead, um, you know, I think I'm pretty confident he can run he run out strong sort of thing. So that, it all depends on where the eight dogs sit. That's my that's my only worry. Yeah, it, well, its shapes are pretty interesting. It's a not, it is a really nice race for a, for a Kenyana Cup final, but uh, I think your dog's certainly right up there. Been a fantastic addition to the kennel, really. You only joined the team uh, in August, but uh, has done really well for you? Yeah, so I've, um, I've had, got, got a, had a good relationship with um, the owners, Justin Wright and the syndicate over the last couple of years. Um, and the dogs start in Melbourne first. That's, 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 that's when they're reared. Um, and they go to Jeff Brennan first, and then they sort of, not up to his sort of standard, they come over to Perth. So um, we knew that he, he could run. Um, it was just a matter of time. Um, when he sort of put it all together. He, he went 2172, I think, um, over the 380 at Cainton not long, not long ago. Um, so it, it, he can run, just gotta get, um, and that is going to get the right, right um, get something in the race sort of thing early on in races, and he can put it together. So hoping that's what he does on Friday night. Yeah, for sure. Look, he's obviously not your only runner down there at Mandra. You don't uh, get down to Mandra much, but you're obviously taking the opportunity to take a... Uh, some other dogs down. Cocoon, unfortunately, scratched. But you've uh, got Go Lila uh, in the last race down there tomorrow night as well. Yeah, uh, I got her off um, Shane Williams um, just last last couple of weeks ago, um, and she's um, she had here on Tuesday night went pretty good. So 
The field's not overly strong. She's probably about a 27-9, 28-second dog. So if all going well, um, yeah, she gets a good jump and that she can sit on them and she's pretty strong to the line. So um, hopefully, fingers crossed, she can, um, yeah, do all right for the kennel first up. Michael, why don't you tell me, James probably already knows, a bit how, about how you got into greyhounds. All uh, right. Um, so my mum and dad own dogs. Um with uh, a leading trainer called Dot Horton back in oh, early 90s. Um, and then mum went off and trained by herself. Um, and then I've sort of followed on. I've worked with uh, Lexi Isaac, uh, Mick Pollard when I was younger, and also um, Pete Sayer. Um, and then when I was 18, I took on training uh, myself sort of thing. So been around the dogs for a um, yeah, a fair while now. I was going to say, mate, you're only but what thirty, thirty-one, but you, you, you seem to have been around the game forever. You, you've got to be the youngest veteran going around. Yeah, yeah, myself, um, and probably like, there's probably myself, Sean Kavanagh, um, Glenn Price, and Eric Campana. Probably all sort of got in. We're all sort of brought up in the sport at a young age, and um, we're sort of we're all the same. We're all around the same age too. There's only a couple of years between us, or so, um, yeah, we've, I've been around forever. It feels like it anyway. <laughs> and over that time, you seem to have built up a steady team. What's the long-term plan going forward? Um, well, I've just started. I, I work full-time. I uh, used to work full-time. Um, now I'm, I'm down to part-time now um, just because I've got so many, um, so many dogs now. Um, so I've cut my hours at work and spend more time with the dogs. Um, and I've done that for the last couple of months now, and it's sort of sent the pay and rewards. Um, ideally, long term is to go full time, but um, dogs aren't always a um, steady income when you've got the caliper of dogs like I've got. Um, they, they hit and miss all the time, so you've got, still got to pay the bills somehow. So, um, in, uh, so yeah, working part time now, but hopefully, next couple of years, go full time. That's the aim. Well, you must, there must be something that's keeping you doing what you do with the greyhounds. What's your favourite part about being a trainer? Uh, it's just the enjoyment with the animals, you know. Um, like, I've, I've had my fair share of dogs that have had an ability but have problems um, and sort of working on their problems to sort of um, get, them, get them chasing and get them working and get them winning races is a, is a reward. And um, my, young, my young daughter, she's only 10, and my, um, um, she's... she's She's pretty much, um, the, she helps out a fair bit. She trains them, as she tells everyone, she trains them, I'm just a name on them. <laughs> um, and, um, and, my, and my wife, she's um, yeah, a big part of what I do with me at work sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's more the enjoyment of seeing them succeed and, and all, the, all the effort you put into them, um, you're getting the rewards for it. And we're slowly getting them now. Um, so, yeah, that's probably my biggest thing with them. We've already got the next generation coming through then, Michael. That's good news. Uh, excellent stuff. Hey, listen, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Kennel's going great at the moment. Hopefully uh, you can get a bit of silverware to add to the trophy cabinet uh, there on Friday night. Yeah, oh, that's the aim. We, um, we're aiming pretty high with him this week, so he's done everything right so far. He's feeling good and all that. He's been working really well, so it's up to him now. It's up, it's up to him. If he, if he can get on the arm and go, you know, it's going to be one of those races, but it is a tough race, so wait and see. All right. Well, best of luck, Michael. Thanks for joining us, uh, and, and all the best there.
That's it. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Good stuff. Michael Hine. Why is El Nino going around in the Kenyana Cup of Final? We're going to take a short break, and after that, we're going to do a recap of 2020. Live on SEN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on SEN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Welcome back to Go Greyhounds, our last show of 2020, and we are finishing the year the way we brought it in. Just me and you, James. Uh, it's as it should be. As it should be. <laughs> and so we thought we'd give everyone a bit of a recap of what has been the year of 2020 and our favourite moments of Go Greyhounds. James, 14th of March is the first one you've listed on our list of things to love. Yeah, what a year it's been in general. Uh, but yeah, it's true. We, we Luckily for us, Greyhound Racing was able to be continued on and, yeah, cast our minds back to... March. This is just before all the, certainly here in WA, all the, the lockdown stuff. The rigmarole. The, wow, <laughs> it's been chaos, hasn't it? But yeah, so we were able to get our Perth Cup off uh, without uh, any of the restrictions of the crowd and all that sort of stuff. It was literally a week or so after that. Uh, it would have been very close. Yeah. 14th of March, actually. It would have been exactly a week before. Yeah, all, the, all that stuff came in. But fortunately, we had a very good crowd and what was a great night of chasing down there at Cangton. Of course, we saw Simon told Helen win the Perth Cup. A uh, little bit of an air in, of inevitability, I, I, I felt like to me at the time with this dog winning it. Came, saw, conquered, just, Lex, just. You've got to remember, <laughs> Zach Manelli came flying home late uh, in that race, uh, less than a length behind, uh, nearly nabbed Simon told Helen on the line. But, of course, Simon told Helen has gone on to be one of the best dogs in the country amassed uh, n- nearly a million dollars in stakes. Uh, Got to be happy with that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> been a superb dog. So Simon told Helen winning our biggest race, the Group 1 Perth Cup. Same night, uh, another big highlight, Rockstar Patriot. I actually have a replay for that. Should we listen to that one? Yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Cindy's Oliver trying to push up on the inside was Flake Manelli the favourite trying to push through and now Rockstar Patriot runs on from the rear then followed by Blue Summer Sky and Grace Harley off the back at Cindy's Oliver to the outside Rockstar Patriot looking to go back to back Cindy's Oliver Rockstar Patriot Paul Stewart back to back with Rockstar Patriot in the galaxy second Cindy's Oliver well you wouldn't read about it Rockstar Patriot uh, the year before upset the mighty Tornado Tears to win the galaxy and Coming in again this year, you just thinking, could he do it again? Could he do it well, again? Well, I mean, if I was that dog, I'd be thinking, I am absolutely <laughs> doing that again. Um, and he did. Amazing. Only won four races for the year. One of them was the Group 1 Galaxy's biggest staying race of the year. Uh, quite phenomenal, actually. And the, what I liked about it, being on course, the scenes after the race from uh, Gemma Jovanovic, one of the owners of this greyhound, just the tears of joy and uh, excitement uh, uh, that came out after that win. You know, this is a dog that's done... This is how important it is to these people. The dog had already won this race. <laughs> won it again. Like, it was just unbelievable scenes. <laughs> so maybe yeah. next year, do you reckon we'll get the same emotion from Gemma? <laughs> well, if the dog's... No, I'm not sure. Three feet. Okay. Yeah, the three feet. That would, be some, that would be something. That would be amazing. Well, on the back of that, though, I actually obviously... Got into Greyhounds this year and then yeah. somehow managed to part own a Greyhound. Very yeah. small part of the yeah, Greyhound. Yeah. That's okay. But I do understand. It doesn't matter. It's not <laughs> important. But I do understand what she, what she means because my first time down at the track was when 
mine and Callum, superstitious dog, yeah. our dog, did a lap, won the race, and it is quite emotional. It's yeah. exciting. So to win a race. I can imagine. You were lucky. First race, first one win. Like, it was like four from four, and then she got injured. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> another highlight of this year was Catch the Thief in the WA Derby in May. We didn't have any crowds then, though. We didn't, yeah. And this dog came over with a really big rep uh, from Victoria uh, trained by Matthew Clark, went into the kennels of Stephen Crystal Shin as well. It stayed over here. Came over, as I mentioned, really big rep. Did five not starts. Did not disappoint. No, five starts in WA and five wins. Yep. Five and, from five. And obviously the, the goal that came over here was for the WA Derby. Let's have a listen to, to that win there. Victorian catch the thief off the back. Out by four lengths on Buster the Brute. Then followed by Aeroplane Eric and Red Capanelli around the corner. Catch the thief, the star of the future for Matthew Clark. Races in and wins the WA Derby final second. Maybe Buster the Brute just ahead. There we go. Yeah, winning the Derby with ease. Uh, also stuck around and won the Winter Cup as well for good good measure. Easily uh, besting Tommy Shelby in their, in their rivalry while, while he stayed over. He... he, he, he just to see a dog come over, and, and I think he's raced his best, he's, he's raced in his career, was that period over here in WA. I think so, and I think Tommy just wasn't quite... Maybe wasn't quite there. The at, on the head at that time, at, and most people that time. thought that Tommy would, you know, win every race he ever runs. Well, and later on he started doing that, so yeah. Tommy, Tommy did... Well, he was always a good dog, but uh, certainly fulfilled the potential that, uh, that he has shown, and of course he had... Had that really great run later on in the year. Six wins in a row between August and September. Tommy Shelby. Probably the the thing about... I mean, he has been a great dog and he's raced in all the big races on the East Coast. Yet to win one. We're fingers crossed for the Hobart 1000 uh, tonight. But obviously won a lot of heats and run, run quick times. Placed in these races. He's been a really top-class greyhound. But the thing for me with Tommy Shelby is... I think he's gone above and beyond just being a race dog. He's he's brought the press uh, coverage into it. The, the Stephen uh, Steve and Kiara Withers brought the charity angle as well. Mm. That's been just been fantastic, and the fans. Absolutely, I think that with greyhounds being able to carry on through COVID era, mm-hmm. people backed dogs, and Tommy was one that was easy to back. He was yep. consistent. And, yeah, had some genuine fans. I'm pretty sure there's a Twitter called Tommy Shelby. Yeah, yeah. It stu- well, he stood out. Obviously, the name uh, tying in with with the, the TV show. But, uh, you know, had, had genuine fans coming up with the Tommy Shelby-esque gear, the, that era, the 1920s. <laughs> I haven't seen the show. But, Another uh, vibe, uh, but I do know what you're talking uh, about. But, yeah. Uh, so, you know, just the, the following that, that, that he has got, I think, goes above and beyond even what he's done on the racetrack, which has also been really superb. Mm. So to- Tommy Shelby certainly one of the big s- stories, as we mentioned. Hopefully can grab a big one uh, in Tasmania tonight. Another dog that was really dominant uh, throughout the year, Flake Manelli, just uh, killing it in our staying ranks over here in WA. Lex won 21 races in WA this year, including nine straight where, where she just could not be beat mm-hmm. uh, from the start of July uh, to the end of August. Over all distances and was setting track records. So yep. not as only was this dog winning, they, she was doing it in style. Yeah, that, and that we asked uh, Leia Ernest, pardon me, about her highlight of the year and her highlight related to Flake Minnelli breaking her own 600-metre track record. She 
Leia, that is, witnessed that yeah. event from the race calls box. She was right next to Peter O'Neill uh, as that was happening. We might uh, go back and have a listen to that one. Racing. Flake Manelli pinged out. She went straight to the early lead in second place was Nelly Gaster who comes across to second. They go in a time of 22.73. She's flying Flake Manelli. Nine wins in a row coming up for the star. She's out by 12 lengths on Renewed and Hasty Guest and Flake Manelli wins by a mile. Second goes the way of Hasty Guest ahead of Renewed. Then followed by Grace Ali in behind them. Snelly Gaster inversion and they've stopped the clock at a time of 34.22. Well there you go. That was Leia Ernest's highlight for 2020. Uh, and she was there, calling it from there. the race callers box. Yeah, with the great man Peter O'Neill uh, in in the race callers box. Her other highlight, she said, was hosting Go Great. A given though, that was inevitable. Yeah, we it, knew that was going to happen. We, we knew that. <laughs> Working with us, of Another course. Another exciting <laughs> dog from this year, Sunset Spitfire. Was it the most exciting dog in the country? I, I think it is at the moment. So Flake Manelli from the David Hobby Kennel, Sunset Spitfire, also from the oh. David Hobby Kennel. He's at it. He is. It's the year of the hobby, quite frankly. Um, year of the hobby. But um, yeah, Sunset Spitfire. I think it is the most exciting dog in the country. We're going to see it on the east coast uh, very soon. We knew this dog was special. We, we were here. Hearing reports even while it was breaking in over in Victoria, how good this dog was. It's won 12 straight so far in really just in, uh, imperious fashion uh, and has not disappointed us so far. We saw the litter mate, I mean, the litter's been successful as well. The litter mate, Sunset Nuclear, won mm. the um, All Stars Sprint, the Group 2 All Stars Sprint, a few weeks earlier than Sunset. Spitfire won the Young Stars, but some, the, the, the Young Stars win w- was just a superb and just kind of capped the fact that we, we knew we had something special. We might have a listen. listen to that, yeah. Down the back, Sunset Spitfire on the arm. Out by five lengths, Sunset Toxic to second. Then followed by Wicked Rhythm, Stargazer. Well back was Cabago, Historic Time, and Al Jai, but off the back and the Young Star. Sunset Spitfire looking for nine in a row. So excited someone was there. Yeah, he was very excited. Yeah, Sunset but certainly a star and a star heading into the future. Really exciting dog to be watching. Uh, what are some of the other highlights there? Callum, he supplied his... Can you have one guess as to what his highlight was for 2020. <laughs> Bust of the Brew? <laughs> Bust of the Brew, yeah. We're not going to... We've, we've given Bust of the Brew enough. He's gone, uh, enough. Yeah, enough, enough. My highlight, Lex, uh, the fact that racing was able to continue uh, while a lot of things w- were shut down. Nice to be considered essential. Yeah. right? I'm not, You're essential, James yeah, Broadhurst. That's right. Uh, and we... The Greyhound Racing Industry in particular, all three codes, but the Greyhound Racing Industry in particular did a fantastic job of following the procedures, there was no complaints. They just got on with the job, and that you know it, it, we were able to continue racing, and uh, it's been a, a wonderful thing. I think our industry's come out stronger. Yes, that's what Noel Riley said last week. He yeah. said it's amazing to see how many people have actually attracted themselves to greyhound racing, and I, I'm assuming that's across all the codes as well. Right. So it's nice to see a little little hype. Indeed, a little, yeah. We, uh, so, yeah, it's 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 been, uh, you know, what's been a difficult year. I think we've we the, collectively as an industry have managed it well, and uh, uh, we've done well. I think the industry should be proud, not administrative, but the rank and file should be proud of the way they responded and yep. just got on with it's the a group job. effort. Indeed, my highlight of this year was firstly. I was invited to do the show with yourself, James, so I have to take this time to thank you for allowing me to do that. My pleasure, of course. Um, then I went to the Jamie Marsh Kennel and I ruined everything for Jamie because he's <laughs> his dogs didn't do so well after that. But I had never been to a kennel before. So. They've bounced back, so they that have. was a good eye-opener for you, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it was, and it was nice to see how things run in a kennel and what they actually do. Yep. And then, of course, Callum f- encouraging me, forcing me. <laughs> 
to take ownership in a dog superstitious who actually has just come back from an injury. So interesting to see where that dog goes. But you know what? Overall, it's been nice to get to know a completely different industry that I knew nothing about back in April this year. Oh, there you go. That's <clears> been good. Uh, and hopefully we'll see some more wins from superstitious into the future. Well, that is... 2020 or how we saw it at least so we're going to take another break and on the other side david short live on acn track you're listening to go greyhounds with james broadhurst and callum robson live on acn track you're listening to go greyhounds with james broadhurst and callum robson the last show ever for 2020 of Go Greyhounds with myself, Alexia, and James Broadhurst and the one and only David Short. Shorty, thanks for joining us for the very last show. No worries at all. Lex, JB, great to be with you guys. Yeah, likewise. Good to have you on the show, mate. A lot happening, certainly a lot happening on the East Coast with WA-related dogs. We've got David Hobby sending a, a team over there, plus we've got Tommy Shelby in Hobart. What can you tell us about those uh, those? Actions. Yeah, I had a podcast with Steve with us yesterday, East Meets West, and Steve reports that uh, Tommy's on track to go well tonight there in the Hobart Thousand, chasing his first Group 1 victory. Uh, he was the fastest qualifier last week uh, from box number eight. Let's hope that Tommy, Tommy can uh, get the job done. There'll be plenty of support from here in WA. Sale Cup heats on Sunday. Zach Manelli's drawn a hot heat and has drawn awkwardly in box number seven. So probably not exactly what we were looking for there. Flake Manelli, the kennel mate, who was sent and was aiming up at the Sale Cup, was due to do a trial between races last Sunday. Arrived at the track and she's coming season. So she'll mm. be served by Barsha Bale and we'll have a litter of puppies in the upcoming week. So uh, good luck to Flake now heading towards being a mum. And, of course, Sunset Spitfire had a uh, just a box-to-box trial across there at the Meadows last week, and it was absolutely dazzling. So Sunset Spitfire now into favouritism for the Silver Chief. Uh, looking forward to seeing, hopefully, Sunset Spitfire continue on that unbeaten record. Uh, very exciting, isn't it? Unusual to see Hobby. It doesn't travel much with his dogs, so he must be really confident. Uh, about these ones. It's a shame uh, in some ways that we're not going to see Flake take on the, the best stayers over there, but uh, m- more than well served by these two dogs, Zach Manelli and Sunset Spitfire, particularly uh, over there. And like you say, Shorty, fingers crossed for Tommy. Hopefully he can finally, finally get the group one he, he deserves. Indeed. And I think Sunset Nuclear is having a crack at the Silver Chief as well, uh, kennel mate. And Little mate to Sunset Spitfire. So great to see Dave going over there flying the flag for WA. I'll uh, be almost a, a tag in, tag out. Tommy will be done tonight in the Hobart Thousand. He'll then head home with Steve for Christmas and we'll see him aiming up at a Perth Cup campaign in 2021. Oh, plenty to look forward to. Uh, what about uh, a little bit sooner than that with the stuff uh, Friday and Saturday night over the weekend here? Yeah, very excited about Friday night. Be heading trackside with uh, a stack of family and friends to cheer on Jumbo Jet, who's come up with box number eight in the Kenyana Cup final. Brought to us by owners only on Friday night. I thought Wise El Nino from box two looked well served. Mo keeping in seven's likely to begin and give Jumbo Jet a run over. Uh, they look the big three in the feature final there on Friday night. Better bets on the card. Thought race three, number seven, Royce Manelli was an absolute standout. He should be just rolling to the top or somewhere near it, being too strong for them over the concluding stage. Uh, deeper into the program. Like the run of Jaro Bale last week since arriving here in WA. This is the best run we've seen from this dog. Uh, pretty well proven dog at his top. 
Um, I think he only needs to run to that effort from last week behind Jumbo Jet to be very hard to beat. Race nine, number two. And I thought race 10, number four, Webleck Fire also looked a really good play there on Friday night. And on to Saturday night, uh, we've got the Grey and WA Christmas gift, the listed race for the 715 metre performers as the feature race on the card. Really tricky race. You mm. can make a case for most of the field. South Australian Raider, uh, line seeker across here. We see the return of Boom Down last week. Hurricane Tears returns to WA Chasing. You'll earn your money if you win that particular race on Saturday night. There's a lot of depth. There's a lot of different scenarios. Better bets on the card. I thought we could get something out of race two, number one each way, all zipped up. Deeper into the card, the best bet is race nine, number three, Rambo's Boy. Um, and race 11, number two, Winsome Mia, drawn the inside. Should be able to get across. She looks a good each way play in race 11, number two. My best bets for the weekend across Mandurah Friday and Kennington Saturday. Good stuff, Shorty. Thanks uh, for all your contributions over the year. Been a real pleasure working with you. Uh, hopefully you have a good uh, Christmas and New Year with your family. Indeed. Thank you very much, JB. Lex, likewise to yourselves and uh, all the listeners. Uh, a happy and safe Christmas and many winners for 2021. And thanks for all your tips. Yeah, all the winners. <laughs> Thank you, Lex. <laughs> Cheers. Hopefully a couple more over this upcoming weekend to pay for some of those prezzies under the Christmas tree. <laughs> Good stuff. David Shaw from Tab Touch there. Wonderful to have him over the course of the year. Of course, wonderful to have all our contributors did I say that right? Yeah, you no. said that right. Yeah, you've had not? a couple of times over the year where you've messed up a word or two, but that's all right. You <laughs> do right. that. We're getting there. Okay, all our contributors over the course of the year uh, been wonderful, been great to host the show. Thank you for everyone that has listened in. I've got to say thanks to Joe Daly and the team at Auto Al, certainly the best in the business. Get on down there. They are, they are genuinely good. Took my car in. A few weeks I don't have back. a car, so can you not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment. Lex, been a pleasure working with you. All the best over in Queensland. Yes, I'm heading over to Queensland. Uh, good luck to me and, more importantly, good luck to Tommy Shelby tonight <laughs> who goes around. Fingers crossed for him. Hopefully he can do WA and the rest of his fans proud. Yeah, that is the Auto Owls Go Greyhound show. Thanks for listening in over the course of the year. Enjoy your Christmas and New Year. We are done. We're done. Thanks for listening. Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson.